Hello, new believers! I wanted to get my one Marvel joke out of the way by introducing myself to all of you fun people. I'm Alex, and welcome back to another episode of the soon-to-be-infamous podcast series called Have You Seen It? where I break down the various elements of a movie, give you some thoughts and analysis, and ultimately give you a recommendation to see the film or not. We don't do number or star rating systems here, sports fans. No, we must rise above the mold and break the chains of that society has defined what movie reviews are. So let's march into new directions and do our own thing, as the hip people say all the time. Anyways, done enough sidetracking for the moment and we'll get this freight train of excitement going with the movie reviewed for this episode. It's one of my all-time favorite movies called Silver Linings Playbook. I realized my last episode had semi-spoilers, but this is a spoiler-free episode this time around. So we're good to go and listen away as I take you on a magical word adventure of analysis and mystery. This movie follows a man named Pat who is released from a mental hospital from Baltimore and moves back into his childhood home with his parents to pick up the broken pieces of his life and the aftermath of everything that led to him being there. The interesting part of this plot is you don't know immediately why or how Pat was in a mental hospital, but he's determined to get back with his wife and regain some sense of normalcy in his life. But we slowly see the pieces come together of how and why he is the way he is. Some mental health and disorders are displayed throughout the film, the main pillars and themes of this film throughout. Without going too deep into spoilers territory, we learned that Pat has bipolar disorder and through a physical assault that came from infidelity, he is under restraining order, goes through court-mandated therapy and other programs as part of a plea deal. What I like the most about Pat and the other characters in this narrative is each person in his life that we as the viewer meet is more than meets the eye slash overall first impression. My favorite example of this subversion of my expectations is Chris Tucker's character, Danny, who is a friend of Pat in the mental hospital. And we meet him in the first few minutes of the film, and what starts as a thoughtful gesture to get a ride with Pat and his mother ends up in an absolute chaos with the mother emotionally breaking down on the side of the road when she realized Danny was not not legally allowed to leave the mental hospital at that moment. Thus, all of them having panic arguments on how to handle the situation. One of the other people Pat meets in his life is Tiffany, who has an equal amount of trauma and emotional damage she needs to heal from that is part or more compared to Pat's level of trauma. They grow to become friends through as the plot advances, their shared life experience with mental disorders and trauma as a whole, and also her being a means to help Pat to reconnect with his estranged wife. With everything going on, they start a journey of new purpose and healing in the most unconventional ways possible. As previously mentioned, mental health is one of the forefront issues quickly established in this film and stays strong from start to finish. We see the effect of mental disorders on the people themselves through characters like Tiffany, Danny, and Pat, as well as the close friends and family members of these characters who try to navigate these high tension situations and often one thing leads to escalating arguments of intense yelling. I felt the tension in all of this dialogue and scenes was on a knife's edge of calm and quiet discussion of their wants and dreams to intense yelling of hurt feelings of being misunderstood or heard is the main impression I got from both Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence's characters. This high stakes drama 
could argue is a glorified drama movie with everything and everyone is complicated. But I see the story as seeing the realities people with mental disorders, their families try to accept them as where they are and support them however they can in an honest and very real way. Another element I enjoyed is we get the first person view of Pat with his emotional trauma and other symptoms that come with having bipolar disorder. He gets flashes of the incident and breaks down emotionally. All of these components are very real and for me personally was hard to watch. I admire he came out of the mental hospital with a sense of purpose, has some tools in his belt to help manage and cope with his condition in high stress situations, but we quickly learn although he has made great strides, he has a lot more challenges internally and externally he has to overcome. We see Pat as who he is in the moment and where he grows to be by the end of the film in which you have to go see and witness with your own eye holes. The realism in this story with all these characters involved is straight out of many people having similar experiences as to what they're experiencing in real life. I'm going to take a break from this film analysis to make this statement. In the midst of a global pandemic and other issues we face collectively, every day is this. Life is hard. Mental health is so important to all of us and should not be ignored by any means. There's many people you may know and love who could be struggling with trauma with the loss of a spouse like we see in Tiffany's character or having bipolar disorder personified in Pat and many other mental disorders that exist out there. If you're listening and relating to these characters in any way, please don't let your mental health take the back seat before things get worse. What you're going through is real, your feelings are real, and you matter. Reach out to people you care about and love you for help and process what you're going through with them. You don't have someone in your life who can be there for you. There's support groups, counselors, pastors, therapists, and national hotlines of people who can understand what you're going through and want to get help for you what you need. This film struck a chord in my very soul and has helped me be more aware of what my loved ones are going through in so many different ways. Cool, we'll dive back into analysis. Just wanted to share that with, with all of you people in the ether. Overall, this film is more serious than my lighthearted narration I have provided in our short time together, dear listener. But I love this film so much on the depiction of the struggles so many people experience very publicly and very privately every day. It's raw and sometimes intense. They made this movie rated R for a reason. So please folks, leave the kids out of this showing until they're emotionally ready to see it. But it's beautiful in so many ways where we see there is hope for Tiffany and Pat, that the start of their wild journey of healing doesn't stay in one place, no matter how intense the arguments are, the mistakes they've made, they slowly but steadily accept themselves for who they are and overcome their challenges as a whole. So if you could handle all of that, it's a wonderful story worth watching and I highly recommend to you, the viewer. I don't have any special nitpicks for you guys this time, sport fans. Just giving you my thoughts, no more, no less. Lastly, I'm told by my budding fandom, they like segments on something on a podcast. They're asking me, where's the segments, Alex? need segments so desperately. So what's the point of listening and or watching something if you don't get something out of it? Because knowledge is power. And like those commercials, the more you know. So starting this episode and moving forward, you're gonna get all the sweet and delicious segments you want. You're welcome. So starting as my first segment for this episode and gonna build on our foundation is what I call filmology for this segment, where I tell you a film term that reviewers and other movie buffs refer to techniques, items, roles, and other details that contributes to that movie magic. So this week for the filmology segment, 
Our term is non-linear narrative, in which a majority of this film's plot, but instead jumps between the past, present, and future in no particular order whatsoever. This plot device can be helpful to raising the stakes in the larger conflict, create backstory and additional information to our main characters, and referencing something like an upcoming danger that will or will not come to pass, and many other ways that keeps the story fresh and exciting. So now, this concludes the end of our very special episode of this podcast. Hope you got something out of this, and hopefully you'll tune into our next great episode. Oh, and I totally forgot to tell people where you can watch this film currently. What's the point of recommending a film if I can't point it out where or how to watch it? I would be a terrible host if I didn't do that. No, sir. You're going to get the facts whether you like it or not, dear listener. Anyways, from that dramatic rabbit trail that we all just experienced, you can watch this movie currently on Netflix or any other platform you can rent or buy, or you can get a hard copy like the old-fashioned way because this film is so old. Well, probably by like less than 10 years or so. It's See the movie or not, up to you. I ain't your mama. Now you can tell your friends the question, have you seen Silver Linings Playbook?